Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Rodcast. Uh, we are chatting, doing part two today of Eternal Rewards. We had a great conversation last time and so good to be chatting with you, Pastor Rod. And maybe you can just give us a brief uh, overview if for those who weren't able to catch the last episode of just what is Eternal uh, Rewards and yeah, we, we can dive into that a little bit more today. Sure. Well, the Bible talks about these moments that that God has for the future, the the judgment of of those who are going to be in heaven and not. That's mm. the great white throne judgment. That's the big judgment. But there's going to be another judgment for Christians. So once we get to heaven, yay, through Jesus, we're here enjoying um, worship, love, peace, all that good stuff. In the midst of that, there's going to be another judgment for Christians mm. to receive rewards to receive what Jesus wants to give to each one of us according to what we did on the earth. So this world right now is not the final whistle. Mm. This is the before the before the real game. The real game is heaven. This is a preparation for heaven. And so I think we need to keep our eyes on what is God going to say to us when we die? And we talked about this concept of mm. what did you do with what you got? Yeah, I think that sums it all up. Because that context is so different, right? So yeah. what did you do with what you got? And the Bible does talk a lot about this reward system mm. that Jesus has for us as believers in Jesus. Uh, awesome. So I've got some more questions I want to ask around uh, these uh, about eternal rewards. Um, I read in, in the Bible, there's, uh, so in Matthew chapter 6, um, Jesus is talking about uh, eternal treasures. So I'm wanting to ask like, uh, where is it? Yeah, Matthew 7, Matthew 6, verse 19 says, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. So Jesus is talking about an eternal treasure. Is mm. treasure and reward the same thing or are they, is there a difference between that? Yeah, I think it's the same thing. I think they're synonyms or, or similar. Um, you know, the Bible often speaks about you know pictures. So mm. one is a treasure. This is my treasure. I love it. Well, Jesus say, well, yeah. that's that's going to be in heaven. Yeah. And a reward is where Jesus is going to say, right, you get this, and you don't get that. You get this. So that's the reward yeah. system. Mm. But I think it's the same thing. I think it's like putting your heart into heaven, mm. and and whatever we do here for Jesus is storing up the treasure that yeah. we receive. It's like a pay it forward system, isn't it? It's like yeah. <laughs> um, um, often our sacrifices now, nothing comes back at us, but Jesus is saying, no, you, you, you'll get that. That will come yeah. back to you. Yeah. And my wife and I have always lived this way, understanding that, that any mm. sacrifice will come back to us as a reward. I believe mm. it. I totally yeah. believe it. And it helps us make good decisions. It mm. helps us make um, like good relationship decisions. And, 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 and life. And even coming to Japan 20 years ago, it was like God said, I'm going to move in Japan. Mm. Do you want to be a part of it? And I think we could have said no and God blessed us. Mm. But we looked at each other and we said, yeah, we're going to do that. It's going to be great. And we're storing up treasure in heaven. Now, yeah. I don't think we all walk around every day says treasure in heaven, treasure in heaven. It's, it's, yeah. it's more organic than that. It's like yeah. it's living a life of wow. We get mm. to do this, yeah. enjoy this, endure it, mm. but knowing at the end there will be treasure that we've stored up. And, and as Jesus said, no one can touch that treasure. 
Yeah. It is stored. It is waiting for us yeah. to go there. Well, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So it's not affected by the stock market. It's not affected by if someone, I know growing up in South Africa, we I've been broken into, people have stolen from me. So it's kind of like, well, there's a place where nobody can get it uh, and it's stored up for eternity. So that's amazing. Yeah. It's actually really interesting. Like in this world, people put so much into superannuation and insurance for the end of their lives. Mm. But um, what we're talking about is actually insurance for eternity. Yeah. It's, it's a similar concept, but mm. it's now storing that superannuation for mm. heaven forever. It's pretty yeah. cool. That is cool. So what what is the nature of these rewards? Uh, is it material possessions in heaven or is it greater responsibility and authority in heaven? Because uh, it seems like uh, there's, it, from my reading, it seems like there are times where it says, yeah. it's talking about treasure. And then other times Jesus says, you've been faithful with little, now you will oversee 10 cities or something like that. So yeah. what what is the nature of these rewards? Well, first of all, I think we need to ascertain that heaven is real and we actually have real bodies. In other words, we can enjoy similar things to earth. We can enjoy food and drink mm. and fun and fellowship and stories and worshiping Jesus and and you can touch and you can experience. Mm. So I believe there's going to be all the good things of earth up there in heaven. Yeah, Relationships, I think I'll say it again, <laughs> relationships <laughs> forever and ever. So it, it's real. It's not yeah. this on a cloud. If I think of heaven as me on a cloud and you on a cloud just drifting apart, and I say, hey, Adrian, hi, Rod, that's mm. boring. Yeah. And a lot of the, 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 the Italian art of the Middle Ages are about mm. that sort of clouds and, yeah. and, and little angels. And uh, we've got to clear, the, clear our mind and say, no, it's, it's actually a world like this world. In fact, mm. I believe I'm going to be doing things in heaven that I love here on yeah. the earth, such as surfing. In beautiful mm. crystal clear waters and warm mm. water and waves forever and and because I enjoy that so much here on earth and others mm. love walking through a rainforest or I believe that's going to be there. The new earth is going to have all of that and um, I know you you enjoy going to see Mount Fuji. So um, <laughs> uh, beautiful mountains and yeah. snow caps and <clears throat> snowboarding and my picture of heaven is very similar to earth mm. except. That's my best life now, not now. Like heaven is my best life then. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think we have to see heaven in terms of human experience. Yeah, You know, all the great food is going to be there. Mm. Um, and so what is the rewards going to be? It's going to be physical and it's going to be emotional. Like, wow, thank you, Jesus. Mm. It's going to be inspirational. Like you can build and grow and and mm. learn and enjoy and meet new people and hear some stories. It's going to be experiential. It's going to be expanding. It's going to be yeah. not boring. There's, yeah. there's, there's no boring days. It's going to be my best life because yeah. every day and the absence mm. of sin, sickness, sadness, sure. all that stuff, the, 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 that's not there. Yeah. So what a world to, to think about. Mm. So it's like this world in many ways. In fact, one of the key phrases it uses in both Isaiah and Revelation is the new earth or the renewed earth. And and mm. I think there's going to be so many things like this planet, earth, mm. that we love will be in its beauty and fullness. And mm. so the treasure will be um, a place where we live, yeah. people that we meet, and things to do. And yeah. I think there are ever-increasing 
um, understanding of, of of authority and achievement and ambition, yeah. but it's not selfish ambition. It's it's yeah. everyone's going to say that's great. So. Yeah. Yeah, physical, every every way that we experience here on earth mm-hmm. rewards, I think we're going to experience in heaven. Oh, awesome. So you're going to be able to do uh, big wave surfing without the fear of drowning. <laughs> Absolutely. And and without the fear of sharks. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe, maybe it says in Isaiah that the um, the lion and the lamb are going to lie yeah. down together. So maybe we're going to surf in their sharks there. Hey, shark. And they go, yeah. hey, Rod. I, can- I'm, I'm being silly now. But, but really... <laughs> Surfing yeah. without the danger of sharks is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I can enjoy the African bush without being afraid that you're going to get trampled by an elephant or killed by a lion. <laughs> so it'll be fun. So that's awesome. Yeah. So with this uh, this uh, truth or this concept of eternal rewards, how has it helped motivate your decisions in life? I got saved at 19. <clears throat> And the reason I, I came to Jesus was a lot of reasons. I God had protected me as a, I was a fireman. God had protected me as a non-Christian mm. in a big fire situation, an explosive fire situation. So God had protected me, but yeah. then I was also really attracted to Jesus. Mm. Uh, he's healing. He got, he can heal me. And then there was yeah. purpose. Yeah. And I think that my salvation was linked with this concept of living for something beyond myself. I really do believe I was awakened to that possibility from my salvation on. And mm. even who I married Viv, she was um, she had never been to Asia and had no vision of Asia, but she always said, God, I want to do your will. Yeah. So when I said I want to be in Asia, she said, well, that's I'll be in that when God helps me understand that and mm. he, he, he gives me a word too, and he did. Yeah. So, so purpose has always been a driving factor from the age of 19 till now. Mm. So that's 40, 44 years. Yeah. I'm 63. Purpose mm. is driving. And as a fireman, I, then I wanted to serve the Lord. And then I was a salesman yeah. for a number of years. I wanted to serve the Lord. Then a pastor. So it's not mm. because I'm a pastor. It's because yeah. I'm a Christian or because I'm a disciple that I have yeah. purpose. I want to achieve. And mm. I understand these Bible verses yeah. about about rewards and I say yes I want to live like that yeah sure that's awesome and it really and I guess it make, gives you the confidence to to make bold decisions about things that are going to be a sacrifice that are going to be challenging but knowing that um, it's going to be great uh, because there's this eternal reward that you have so it's awesome. absolutely I, I think yeah. I think it brings there's a word purpose and then the word significance the mm. word significance comes in when I actually live out my purpose and I feel mm. satisfied. Yeah. I feel, and Viv and I look at each other and say, this was worth it. This was, yeah. it was hard, but it was worth it. That's called significance. Yeah. And I think it's helped us keep our, our minds right and our yeah. hearts right and mm. to think that we're actually living a life that means something yeah. to us and to Jesus and to other people. It brings mental health. Yeah, it really does, and it's not just about serving the Lord as a missionary or a uh, a mm. pastor. I think that whatever your gift is, when you use it for God, and there's mm. overflow, yeah, there's overflow, then yeah. other people are blessed. I think it brings you significance and mental health. Yeah. So yeah. I think of someone that says to me, you know, I'm just a, I'm just an engineer or an accountant. I don't really work mm. with a lot of people. I say to them, no, no, no. You've got to have the understanding that this is the gifts that God's given you. Yeah. Do that with all your heart. Help your family. 
but there's got to be overflow, maybe to help mm. the poor kids of India or help that situation in Pakistan mm. like we did, we did with the floods or yeah. be available to give and to pray and know yeah. that your wealth and your success is for others. Mm. And that brings reward and significance yeah. and mental health. Yeah, that's awesome. And there's a, a great scripture that talks about this This concept in Colossians 3, uh, 23 and 24. It says, whatever you do, work with it uh, at, with all of your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the L- Lord as a reward. Mm. It is the Lord Jesus Christ that you are serving. So yeah, would you maybe just talk into that, like in terms of the the way that we live our lives, that we can be more eternally um minded and um yeah i I really think a lot lot of this is just reading the word of god which is you you just read read scriptures this is truth yeah and when we read it it resonates with the holy spirit living in our heart as believers in jesus as a seeker even i didn't have the holy spirit living in my life but there was as i read scriptures i felt good i felt truth Mm. So I think the number one way is we feed this purpose by reading God's word and understanding yeah. his purposes and his ways. And we say, sometimes we say, I don't understand it, but yes, Jesus. Yeah. It's, it just feeds the sense of purpose and eternity. Mm. And I would really mm. encourage people just to read a little bit of God's word every day and say, God, you want to speak to me? What will you say? Or yeah. um, if I'm talking to you, I'll say, the God of the universe wants to speak mm. to you today. Will you listen? I believe that God is a communicating God and he communicates on this level of mm. relationship of how we're doing. Yeah. How are you doing, Adrian? This is God yeah. speaking. You know, how, <laughs> how are you doing with your marriage and your job? And mm. I, I, So God is speaking and communicating through his word mm. and through his spirit and being around people of like mind to also feed that. So yeah. we've got to feed purpose. Yeah. We have to feed the concept of destiny especially when we've been through a hard or dry dry patch yeah. to keep like COVID, you know, like three mm. years here in Japan, we were being in COVID restrictions yeah. more than the rest of the world. Yeah. And I think the reason why a lot of our people kept their, their mind okay was living yeah. by purpose, by reading God's word, keeping yeah. it just refreshed. They're so mm. tired, so weary. And then there's a, a refreshing. Mm. So we feed, we feed the sense of what God's doing in our lives. Yeah, it helps us. Yeah, and it's that keeping that perspective that no matter what we're doing, we're doing it for Jesus. Uh, no matter what, whatever job you're doing, uh, you do it for Jesus, and you do it with a great attitude. Yeah. And when you do that with a great attitude, blessing yeah. comes in this life. That's definitely mm-hmm. something. But there's also this thing that you will be rewarded for what you do uh, for Jesus. So. That's awesome. Yeah. There's a really great story from a long time ago about a man called George Washington Carver. He was the first African-American to become head of a, a science division in, in America, like 150 years ago, like a long time ago. Yeah. And he was a great scientist. He actually was raised as a as early on as a slave. Then he was adopted by a Christian family and it was obviously free and yeah. they helped him get education. So he, he was ahead of the curve for the African-American community. And he had this revelation from his adoptive parents that he was special, that God had a purpose for him. God was with him. And he just got it in his heart. And now he's the head of this science division. America was going through a great famine in the Midwest. It was one of their great historical bad moments. Mm. 
Mm. And uh, he was working with investigating peanuts, mm. right? Anyway, the story goes, he says to God, show me the wonders of the world. And he hear, heard the voice of God saying, that's too big. <laughs> Ask something more simple. And he was eating peanuts and he said, well, show me the wonders of the peanut. And he patented about 300 products. Wow. And, and some of them were helping uh, in those belts, being able to, mm. to plant new crops. Yeah. And, um, and with peanuts using for, for things like plastics. And mm. uh, he became an incredible uh, inventor because he had a revelation that even though he had a bad start to mm. life, one of the worst, that he had a revelation that he was special. Mm. He was always thankful yeah. for those adoptive parents. And, and then this, this understanding that as a scientist, there's this more and there's more and there's more and to create something out of peanuts. And, yeah. um, and he saved the, the Midwest, they reckon. Um, a lot of people's lives were saved. Yeah. And he talked about crop rotation, which is another thing that was sort of new at that time. Uh, a, a lot of breakthroughs. I love that story. Mm-hmm. Because it speaks of someone that really had a bad start, yeah. But this, this concept of purpose and destiny just brought mm-hmm. them into something big. So he had a he had a reward in this world, but I believe yeah. he'll have a reward in the next wor- world mm-hmm. as, as well. He's there now. He's dead. Yeah. He's, he's passed on. Sure. Well, that's great because I think what 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 I'm really really hearing from you is that we have this is our purpose life. I think you've mentioned that yeah. that this is this isn't our best life. No. This is our purpose life, and that we we live here on purpose, uh, and we get to enjoy many things here. Because even I think Jesus teaches his disciples: if you've sacrificed these things, you will receive back a blessing in this life and in the life to come. And so maybe you can just speak into that because it's not one or the other it's not because i've heard people say this person is so heavenly minded that they have no earthly good or that way around but it's kind of like we can be eternally minded yeah and significant make a significant impact now so how's how do you live with that balance well well, just picking up on that little phrase (laughs) you said being so so you know what was it again so heavenly minded no earthly good no earthly good yeah (laughs) I just don't get that because yeah. the more I'm into God's purpose, it, the more yeah. it does impact me and other people. Yeah. So I know what it's saying. It's saying some people are living in the clouds and, mm. I, and I understand that. And But that is not what we are talking about today, is it? We're talking yeah. about actually great lives, making a difference. Mm. So we are heavenly minded and we're earthly used. So that's, yeah. <laughs> that's what we're talking Rephrase. about. But this yeah. concept that's being preached in some corners of the world that this is your best life now for a start it's it's not universal yeah it's 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 obviously some people mm. are living a pretty amazing life but you know what people down the road are not, not living their best life now people in, yeah. in in india and places i've lived in in thailand and other places are not living their best life now i can't look at them and say hey this is your best life now but i can say god can improve this life now mm. and give you the best life next as soon as you pass on that yeah. is a you know that is a huge message of hope. Yeah, it is. that is not. Some people say, "Oh, that's like um, putting a carrot before them." I said, "No, it's giving re- hope, mm. reason to live and endure yeah. and go on." And and yes, we're suffering, but keep going, do the best you mm. can because there is a great yeah. reward. I think it's the opposite. Yeah. I, I think I think it's a true carrot, if you want to put mm. it that way, a true motivator 
to do something different. I, mm. I met a guy in Thailand many, many years ago who was Thailand's first um, blind man, blind from birth. He was the first blind man to start a school for the blind. He was a mm. doctor of education by this time. I, I met him as a 40-something-year-old. Again, a terrible start. He was raised in a family. He was born deaf and dumb and blind. He was like he had he had the whole the whole thing. Like he, he was raised like a they put him out with the animals. Mm. But there was some Christian people that saw that and and they actually were able to using touch able to teach him a communication style over many years. Mm. Over many years, were able to communicate that he actually had a purpose for mm. his life. And the more he learned, he learned Braille, and he was able to touch and learn and, and learn from great great leaders and in Thailand, outside Thailand. And this man who really should have lived the most horrific life ended up being this, this amazing heart, sure. and he used his skills to fundraise and start mm. a school for the deaf and dumb and blind or whatever, like, like schools with specialties. I met him. Sure. And the thing that really struck me when I met him was this is a very beautiful man. This mm. is a very, very special person yeah. to live a life like that, that yeah. but to live for others. And this is not your best life now, sir, yeah. but you know that. Yeah. But you also read the Bible in Braille and you know the world coming. You're going to be um, able to see, hear, speak, live an incredible mm. life, live, yeah. live the life you couldn't live on earth. Yeah. But take the reward with you. Yeah. You know, you just meet some people in life and you think you should have you should have a victim mentality. How did you do that? And a lot of it is they have this revelation that Jesus said, This is not your best life now, yeah. but live it in a way mm. that you're living for your best life. Mm. Yeah. Now there's a great scripture where um Jesus has been speaking to a rich young man and says, you know, you've got to, you know, give up all your wealth. Come and follow mm. me. And he he goes away sad, and Peter says, "Well, what's left for us, Jesus?" Like, yeah. and Jesus starts going into this this incredible statement. He says, "You know what, Peter, and and the mm. rest who follow me, who sacrifice, mm. you will not fail to receive in this life yeah. what you gave up: houses and family and land, whatever it is, and persecution, yeah. and in the life to come, eternal life." Yeah. And so Jesus is 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 verifying this world. There mm. are rewards, yeah, but it's not the final. Yeah. It's not the final reward. So yeah. whatever rewards we get in this world, Adrian, mm. like you, you're being blessed in so many ways. You're, Thank mm. you, Jesus. Yeah. It's like a down payment yeah. for <laughs> the, your best life ever, yeah. you and Catherine, in, after yeah. death. It's going to yeah. be amazing. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, I think it's it's such a great teaching uh really thinking of eternal rewards and how can we apply this thinking this teaching to our everyday life in a in a more practical way in terms of how we use our time finances yeah. gifts yeah like what can we do practically i think number one i want to say is this teaching should not add stress mm. it's not like oh that's another thing i have to do yeah i think it's really important that we're saying to people this is not more things but we have to integrate this this truth into sure. yeah. every part of our life so i'm integrating it now into my job life that mm. the god of the universe wants has has given me gifts given me a calling it could be yeah. in economics or sales or teaching whatever yeah. he's given me a gift he's given me a passion and mm. as i do his gift in his way 
Yeah. Um, this concept of purpose and eternity empowers me. I want to wake up in the morning. Mm. I want to get out of bed. I want to learn. I want to yeah. grow. I, I, I'm passionate. I, I enjoy what I do. Okay, relationships. Yeah. This purpose yeah. is not going to be, oh, I got to live on purpose. Now, no, it's yeah. it's adding now now me and my wife we're living on purpose and in our family and our lives and yeah. and uh, making good decisions. It's adding to our relationships. And so mm. that's the first thing I'd say. This is not stressful. Yeah. This is reducing stress. Like yeah. life becomes integrated. Yeah. So so when I come on Sunday to church it's not like my Sunday day my religious day. No, no, my life's integrated. Yeah. And they say that whenever your life integrates, there's less stress. Mm. So my life is integrated. Yeah. It's just now again about loving God and hearing the word and being with people. But it's it's the same as my Monday. Yeah. It's the same as my home to, home time. Mm. So I would like to say integrate purpose into your life. Reflect, think, write, mm. and read God's word for inspiration. And this life becomes better in every way and more fulfilling. Awesome. Yeah, I love it. And um, in actually the first episode, we, we just spoke about how this, this isn't taught as much. So I know that many people listening are connect group leaders, are parents, are preachers, church leaders, a wide variety of people. How, how can you encourage us to, to think more intentionally about teaching this this truth with uh with those that we are leading first of all we've got to get this truth we've got to get yeah. it we've got to, we've got to yeah. live it we've got to, it's going to be living breathing in us so read the scriptures read the parables mm. of jesus seriously for us mm. there's another world it's coming it's coming fast i don't want to die right now but it's coming mm. and a, a revelation of my life as called we're all called and chosen by god yeah. Come on. gifted called chosen blessed to do something of value. That's a great message. This is not a hard message. So I think we need to reflect on it, get it, and then encourage people. You can live on purpose. You can live. Yeah, there's sacrifice, but the rewards are great. I think we need to teach people, uh, especially in the church, yeah, but even with with as I said, as a seeker, when I before I became a believer, mm. I would have been interested in this message. Yeah, one of our great young pastors, Shiva, yeah. came to church. Had in fact, he when he came to church, he thought he was just going to meet some Americans and speak English in in <laughs> Japan. Yeah, but when he heard the message on purpose, yeah. it's like he awakened. Mm. It was his awakening, and I yeah. just think this is not a negative message for anyone. This is. Yeah. This is hugely purposeful. Yeah. And, and you know, when I go to Asia and I, some of the countries are poor and I go to the villages and I say, God has a purpose for you. People yeah. brighten up. Yeah. So I just think it's a universal message we can be confident in. Yeah, so good. Awesome. Well, it's been such a great chat. Um, we'd love it if you could just pray for us and then, yeah, we can kind of finish off. Thank you, Jesus. You've called us and chosen us and gifted us and mm. given us temperament and passion and context. Mm. We have the right DNA. We have the right yeah. background for what we're supposed to do. I pray for that revelation yeah. where everything you want us to be to fill a need, find a gap, do something great, even though it starts small. And I pray today people would awaken that this world is not the end, but the next world is what we should be living for 
and and sacrificing for and enjoying this life with that anticipation. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. And if you enjoyed today's episode with Pastor Rod, why don't you subscribe on whatever platform you are listening to this and we'll see you next time.